0: Welcome to the show, my name is James Nielsen Watt and in this show we interview interesting, inspiring and successful people so you can learn the secrets to success and can play the game of life, business, health and happiness better. And the philosophy we take here is if I'm leveling up my game, you get to level up yours as well. So get ready to listen to some inspiring people who have figured out how to have success in all areas of life health, happiness, wealth, business, we're gonna be interviewing them in this show so that you can learn the secrets to success that they share with practical advice that you can take and use today. So if you enjoy the show, please subscribe, please leave us a review, and please share it with your friends because if I can help you and you can help others, then we can help more people together and we can all level up our game together. My guest today is David Meltzer, the CEO of Sports One Marketing, one of the world's leading sports and entertainment marketing agencies, and formerly served as CEO of the renowned Leigh Steinberg Sports and Entertainment Agency, which was the inspiration for the movie Jerry Maguire. He's a three-time international best-selling author, a top 100 business coach, the executive producer of Entrepreneur's number one digital business show, Elevator Pitch, and host of the top entrepreneur podcast, The Playbook. His newest book, Game Time Decision Making, was the number one new release. David has been recognized by Variety Magazine as their Sports Humanitarian of the Year and awarded the Alice Island Medal of Honor. He's also profiled by national publications such as Entrepreneur, Forbes, ESPN, Bloomberg, CNBC, Yahoo, SB Nation, and Variety. Welcome to the show, David. Super excited to have you on. Can you give us a little little intro uh, so that our audience uh, can get connected with you?
1: Yeah, sure, I'm a speaker, author, entrepreneur, executive producer of TV and movie, inspirational and aspirational sports content, entrepreneurial content, I speak around the world. I have elevator pitch, two minute drill, office hours, Bloomberg, Amazon shows. I ran the most notable sports agency in the world and I also ran the world's first smartphone division of Samsung. So I've had an eclectic background, millionaire in my 20s, lost it all in my 30s and have gained it back now here at 53 with one mission in mind, to empower over a billion people to be happy to find a thousand people around the world like James, who I know will empower a thousand to empower a thousand, simply to be happy, to make more money, help more people, have more fun, enjoy the consistent, everyday, persistent, without quit, pursuit of their own potential, unifying the world in happiness and abundance. I love that. And I, and I love that you just brought that up because that was what I wanted to, to talk to you about first is, is talking
0: about, about this idea of, of consistent and persistent pursuit of your potential and how we can find happiness in this pursuit. I know that for me, you know, when I sort of started to realize this organically uh, before I even exposed these ideas and, and watching your stuff, uh, it, it's it's allowed me to achieve a lot more. So can you talk to us about that?
1: yeah i think there's two paradigm shifts in the statement of enjoying the consistent persistent pursuit of your potential uh the first paradigm shift is that chris gardner a friend of mine wrote a book called pursuit of happiness will smith starred in the movie pursuit of happiness and i tell both of them all the time when i see them you got it wrong happiness is the pursuit there is no pursuit of happiness we are happy when we're pursuing something and if we pursue what we want we'll be very happy if we pursue the right things we'll be very happy if we pursue what other people want for us what we don't need if we pursue to impress other people if we pursue things to impress people we don't like if we pursue what's missing in our life if we pursue what we don't want in our life we're not going to be happy so we need to enjoy the consistent every day And consistency to me is the magical dust of success. Uh, The key to all success comes with consistent behavior. And that's because that's how the conscious continuum works. The conscious, subconscious, and unconscious receives processes and stores data through consistent behavior. And then through consistent behavior, it's the catalyst to persistency. The only reason you won't get what you want is you quit. Because eventually if you stay towards an angle towards what you want with the great faith of GPS of faith that, you know, you'll reroute yourself and end up in a better place, a better position to make your position better. Everything will turn out in an abundant manner, even though you living your life in a persistent behavior, you still have the patience to allow things to happen for the better. I think that people quit too soon because
0: they're looking for uh, this feedback externally. And I was talking to, to curl and Ray on the show recently, and we talked about this concept of intrinsic uh, drive and, and extrinsic drive. And they had children where you had children who loved doing art, children who would do it anyway, right? kids who liked doing art and they'd probably choose to do it, but it wasn't as much as the other kids. And then you had kids who uh, didn't really like doing art and they gave them participation awards. And sure enough, the kids who loved art did it. The ones who liked it, did it and the ones who didn't like it did it because they were getting a reward, but then they continued the study and, and those kids didn't do it again because they never want to do art in the first place. And the ones who actually originally had loved it began not liking it as much because they were being extrinsically rewarded for the participation, in the thing that they intrinsically like to do. And, and it's, it's like money, right? If, if we're doing things for the money, we, eventually get sick of it. And it's that age old money doesn't make us happy. And I love what you said, right? It's, it's, it's not the pursuit of happiness. I think a lot of people miss that. And it, it affects their ability to have success because they give up far too soon. I felt that myself.
1: Yeah. And you know, what happens is through positive behavior, we expect results. And the funny thing is through negative behavior, we don't expect results. So when we're doing things right, we are too impatient. We expect the results to become apparent immediately. Oh, I'm working really hard. You know, I'm dieting. I'm working out. You know, we expect these good results immediately. Well, it's funny because when we do negative things, we don't expect the results fast, right? Oh, I'll be fine. I'll smoke my whole life. I'll drink my whole life. I'll sit on my mom's couch and get high. It, It won't ever affect me. It doesn't make any sense right that's where the consistent persistent nature now what you're talking about in the intrinsic and the extrinsic uh, attachment is that the emotions right the energy that we put in motion we cannot attach to an outcome whether you inherently or quantumly love something or if you quantumly like it and or if you quantumly don't like it you know i i associate everything to nutrition because it's very obvious, you know, why is it that you and I could walk by a food stand and you would say, oh, I love Kiwis. And I would say, oh, I hate Kiwis. Yet neither of us may have even ever tried a Kiwi, right? Mm. Neither of us, there's an inherent uh, frequency between us and other things. Well, the key to life through this enjoyment of the pursuit, the enjoyment of the persistent behavior, detach from the outcome, no participation awards, no trophies, no Super Bowls, but simply enjoying the expansion of ourselves, the pursuit of our potential. The nice thing about it is, is we can learn. See, I would much rather teach the kids who hate art to learn to love art, to learn to find the light, the love and the lessons to art. So for example, it may be the type of art that's not inherently at the frequency of the people that don't like it. So by exposing them to different types of art, they may find an art that they like. They may have never imagined that sculpturing is art or music is art or, you know, sports are art or whatever it may be. So we need to teach people to find the light, the love and the lessons to seek and to gain the ability to learn to love what they do, but most importantly to detach, not attach. See that test or that survey, whatever they did there with those kids, they were reinforcing them the wrong way. They were making them attached to an outcome instead of teaching them to attach to the journey or the enjoyment of the behavior, the pursuit. hundred percent. It, it illustrates that point perfectly. Uh,
0: and I've noticed that myself. It's, it's like when things are going good, What do i do i say it's me and i'm amazing and and everything's incredible and when things are not going good i i worry and i I attack what i'm doing and i try and have you know shiny objects which next strategy can i try and when i started to detach from the outcome and focused on how i was growing and what i was achieving but for myself and not the outcome i didn't have these ups and downs and i could be more consistent And for me, it was when the headspace is consistent, then I was able to actually progress effectively. And some people get enrolled
1: in that. They're always looking for the win and they get so down when they get a loss because they're attached to both. Right, and they're focused in on the wrong thing. Remember, there's a mathematical equation of luck. What you pay attention to and what you give your intention to, that thing that you're talking about right now, thinking, saying, doing, believing, all these different things, attention plus intention equal the coincidences of your life. In other words people will think you're lucky because you keep on coinciding with what you want and they'll say oh he's lucky no he's just paying attention and giving intention to what he wants not what other people want for him not what's missing or not what he doesn't want simply knowing the five daily practices of what who how now and why in order to effectuate the attention and intention to getting exactly the coincidence that he's looking for Look like all,
0: all the people i talk to no matter which area they've achieved success in, there's patterns and the patterns are getting guidance from someone who's already done it or knows some stuff, start trying to figure it out yourself. And the other one is mindset. The the biggest struggle that I have with friends, family, and, and people around me who aren't maybe achieving what they want is is they get repelled by this idea that you know success is a mindset because they don't understand the game that we're talking about right now. Uh, and I think that's super powerful.
1: Yeah, I think there's three areas, right? I get frustrated as well, trying to align people, allow them to share in the awareness of one, your mindset, right? We give meaning to everything that you see. Two, don't forget your heart set, that you have control of how you feel about things. And then three, where I've incorporated these five daily practices of mine is the conscious continuum of what you think, say, do, and believe, right? There is uh, habits that can be formed, a habit machine that can be created by these five daily practices of knowing your what, knowing your who, knowing your how, knowing your now, prioritizing those things, and of course, applying your why. And I give those daily practices as well as my book to everybody. You know, they just got to email me, david at dmelter.com. And I change lives. I empower over a billion people to be happy simply by giving them five daily practices to follow. The hardest part, and even for me, is to be consistent at following them. You know, I tell people say thank you every day, it'll change your life. It took me nine months before I could say thank you every day without forgetting a day, just for 30 straight days. That's how hard it is to be consistent. Yeah,
0: I've, I've heard you talk about, you know, ego being the fear of loss. How do you think ego gets in the way, especially with, with what we're talking about right now?
1: Well, the idea of ego is the primary, uh, you know, primal fears. Number one, when ego comes into play, there's certain things that trigger the ego. There's the, you know, flight, feed, fight, or the other F word that Gary Vee here in America uses a lot. But what happens when you're in ego-based consciousness is all the blood leaves your brain and goes to your body so you can fight, flee, feed, or the other F word. And that's not a good way to use your higher power of thinking. It's not a good way to pursue your potential to be your higher self when your blood is out of your brain and in your biceps. It's a great way to fight, great way to get fed, great way to, to run away, great way to the other F word, but not going to help you to use your higher power of thinking. So what I talk about with ego is understanding, number one, that I am already happy. I am already healthy. I am already wealthy. I am already worthy. It's what am I doing to interfere with it? What triggers are there? The people, places, things, ideas. What triggers those ego-based responses that takes me out of my higher consciousness? Well, the need to be right. The need to be offended. The need to be separate of any kind. The need to be inferior. The need to be superior. The need to be angry, frustrated, anxious. You talked about the need to be worried, right? Worrying is wishing for what you don't want. You put your attention and intention on wishing for what you don't want. You're going to get what you don't want. You know, so many you are young enough to remember, you know, oh, I hope that question's not on the test. I hope that question's not on the test. I hope that question's on the test. You're guaranteeing that question is probably the first question on the test. So, understanding the needs of the ego, resentment, guilt, added on to those other ones that I previously aforementioned, you can all of a sudden create a practice to end fear in your life, a practice to identify what triggers the primal fears then stop instead of resisting it fighting it go overing it under it through it simply stop breathe through your nose out through your mouth find your higher self put the blood back into your brain basically put the blood back into your brain from your biceps and then roll in the right trajectory the one in which you determined earlier by the five daily practices because i know what i want today i know what i want personally experientially, giving wise, receiving wise. I know who could help me and who I could help. I know how to get it by utilizing the mathematical equation of luck, being a student of my calendar, being efficient, effective, and statistically successful. And then I prioritize by what's most important first by knowing my now. And that allows me to apply this why, and to understand and identify the triggers of the ego to make sure I'm maximizing the trajectory of my pursuit, the trajectory of my enjoyment of the consistent every day, persistent without quit pursuit of my higher self, my higher thinking, my higher being, my potential. This is bringing so many things together
0: for me. i got a page of notes. If we start with, I am already, that prevents the ego from having to make us more. And therefore we eat to satisfy, we fight to satisfy, right? We, we get anxious to satisfy because there's a control thing there. I've, I've been through anxiety and then the other F word, um, where, we're, where we're looking for, uh, you know, something to, to replace. And, and for me, it's, it's been that too. I'm, I'm loving this. I'm loving this interview. It's bringing, bringing things together for me. It's like, yeah, I already am. And if I already am, then i'm not doing it to satisfy a need an ego need i'm doing it for fulfillment and my happiness and i know that see who i am now and my ability to to bring you on the show i'm dramatically different and had to grow in progress to who i was six months ago a year ago two years ago and i love that i'm loving the growth the higher
1: thinking side of things uh this is really good um well that that was a really great understanding and i love uh that regurgitation and summarization because it's not what I say all the time, it's what people hear. And so it makes my heart rejoice that I'm clearly communicating to someone like you uh, a firm understanding of exactly what I mean. Uh, And I'm just gonna add this real quick because it may help you. There's only three laws to worry about. And the first law most people skip over, it's the law of gravity. The law of gravity says I am. I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm at the right place at the perfect time. I am happy. I am healthy, wealthy, worthy, whatever it is. I am already. Then you Institute the law of Goya, the law of Goya says, get off your ass and clear away any interference between you and what you already are. And then that speaks to, it sends a frequency an indicator, a beacon to your quantum self. We talked earlier about this quantum vibration, this quantum frequency. Well, That is your personality traits, your characteristics, obsessions and addictions that have been formulated by the enjoyment of the consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential. Why is that important? Because it's that quantum being, the genetic makeup with the epigenetic activation layer that is a beacon to the universe to attract what you want. And the clearer the connection the less interference there is between your beacon and what already exists in an abundant universe of more than enough of everything for everyone an abundant universe that sits with limitlessness and infinity so it already has everything you now can call upon anything and everything more rapidly and accurately because you've used the law of gravity goya and attraction to allow things to happen because you already are and you're not searching for what's missing, what you don't want or what other people want for you. I just thought
0: I'd add, I was taught by uh, Bruce Lipton about immunology and epigenetics uh, when I was going through college. I had the had the pleasure of having him as a, as a professor. Uh, so I'm very familiar with that. I love it. Very smart dude. We all have a reason why we're doing things. Some of us are just more aware of it, I would say. Um, and I think that the more aware we are of of why we're doing something, the the more clear we can be, the more intentional we can be uh, as to, is that why serving me or not? And are the actions serving me? I'd love to know your reason
1: why, uh, sort of why you do what you do. So my why is the same, I believe, as everyone else's. I call it applying my why. My why is to be of service or value. My why is to clear the connection between me and the greatest source of light, love and lessons and power that ever existed and everything else. My why is to allow that power, those light, that lesson to come through me with appreciation, with gratitude, forgiveness, and accountability, to inspire, to clear the connection between me and everything else and everyone else, to empower them to do the same, to elevate them, to liberate their light the same way that I'm liberating mine, to not diminish my capacity to make other people feel better around me so that they instead can be empowered and inspired to liberate themselves. In other words, my why is to empower people to be happy and to empower other people to be happy. That's the only way it scales. I can't reach a billion people myself but i certainly especially with my platform can reach a thousand people and through the values that i teach the daily practices my books which i send to everyone for free david at i can empower a thousand to empower a thousand to empower a thousand because if i can create a collective consciousness of over a billion people on earth simply to be abundant to live in the world of more than enough to be happy you know one little particle of light overcomes a million particles of darkness you can imagine what a collective consciousness of abundance and happiness would do to the entire world and when i realized that i myself had that light that power that i'm not afraid of the mountain that i talk about in front of me that other people can't even conceive or perceive to be possible let alone probable let alone their perspective when i see those mountains all i say to myself is i don't need to go over it under it through it or around it that which made the mountain is inside of me that which made the mountain walks beside me i'm already connected to and through that great source that built that mountain and i am here to help other people build their own mountains to help others build their own mountains and uh you know it's so exciting to be on this journey of applying my why and seeing and planting seeds uh for trees that i may never sit under but i know i'm planting seeds i love it last question uh what's the most valuable thing you ever learned kindness, the power of vulnerability and kindness to ask for help, to be kind to my future self by doing good deeds. If I could leave one legacy when it's all over from my wife, my family, my four children, the community that I built, I would love just simply, you know, David Meltzer is kind. I love it. Thank you so much for coming
0: on the show. We ran over a little bit of time, but where can our audience connect with you and and find out more about your mission
1: and, and what you're up to? I would love it. I do free Friday trainings. I have tons of content. The playbook is the number one podcast. Download that. David at D Meltzer. My books, my guides, my exercise, five daily practices, all types of templates. Everything's free. David at D Meltzer.com. I answer my own emails. uh, So I'd love to hear from anyone and everyone. David at D Meltzer.com. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate you. Let's do it again, James. I'll come visit you. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you for
0: listening to today's episode. Everything shared will be in the description of the episode so you can go and grab that. Now, if you enjoyed the show and you want to listen to more, please subscribe because every week we're releasing new episodes with inspiring people, successful people, so you can level up your game. So subscribe and also leave us a review. We'd love to hear feedback about the show and your thoughts and opinions there as well. Now, if you wanna have more success, whether it's in your life, whether it's in your business, we run live trainings every single week where you can get access to me to coach you through everything from health, wealth, success, business. We're doing topics on all things that you need to live a better, more inspired, and successful life. Live trainings every single week. Just visit jamesnielsonwatt.com forward slash live and you can get access to that. Now, there's also a ton of resources that you get for just listening to the show. All of that will be in the description. So if you are watching this on YouTube, check the description. If you're listening to this episode, check the description. We've got a load of resources there for you to have more success in your life, whether it's relationships, investing, or in business. I'll see you on the next episode. And as always, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends because there's somebody else that needs to be hearing this, and maybe you're their opportunity to help them level up their game.